welcome to a, another episode of the Last Ones in Podcast. I am Dry Archuleta, joined today by E. Hello. And my wife, Liz. Hi. And it seemed like the right time, because it was a very busy weekend for us, <laughs> to finish the Dark Knight trilogy. Uh, this one's weird. This one's kind of weird because, like, technically everybody here has seen it. Yeah, it's just been really long for me, and I, I'm not sure I was awake the whole time last time I saw it, quite frankly. Right, and you were very young at the time. Yeah. Well, not very young, but you were young at the time. I was a baby infant. A little babble. Still in the womb. <laughs> You're not a person. No. In the womb. Um... So it's weird. So I, I feel like it gets a half pass. I mean, I feel like we've done similar. And like, I'm the only one who couldn't have seen this movie. I feel like everyone else on Earth did. Yeah, yeah. Well, most people saw this movie. Um, so yeah, Dark Knight Rises is what we watched today. Mm-hmm. It is rated PG-13. It is two hours and 45 minutes long. About normal Nolan length too long he should have stuck with the dunkirk lengths dunkirk's like one of the more recent movies and that i think we looked it up i think that is his shortest movie although i haven't seen if memento is shorter or not and he has another movie i actually haven't never seen that i need to look up but anyway yes this one is fairly long uh if you want to watch it you can do so uh on max for however long for however long that's max i guess uh, Amazon Prime Video with a premium subscription, YouTube, Google Play, Redbox, and Vudu for three ninety nine and up. Or you can just be a, a real cool, chill person and buy physical media. It's illegal. It, it was one day, man, they're going to take all the DVDs away. Nobody's <laughs> going to have a DVD. It's like guns. It's true. Yeah. DVDs are like guns. It's exactly. That's like, what they say, I think. <laughs> yeah. Also. The last two um, of these episodes that we did, I read the Blu-ray back of the box, which we've been watching the 4K versions that come in the Nolan collection thing, Mm -hmm. uh, which is a a very fine-looking box. Uh, But there are back-of-the-boxes on this, technically. I think they are different from the Blu-ray and DVD case versions, but there are technically back-of-the-box descriptions, so I'm going to use the one that we actually have on this one for once. Weird. It's very straightforward and very dry. Um, here, here we go. Eight years after Batman vanished into the night as a fugitive, things change with the arrival of a cunning cat burglar and the emergence of Bane, a ruthless terrorist who drives Bruce Wayne out of exile. Bruce Wayne wasn't in exile. No, but kind of. But no. <laughs> no, it's just a shut-in. <laughs> yeah, he just... Everyone knew where he was. Yeah. They just were like, yeah, he's just a fucking crazy guy. Um, so, yeah. I guess we should say, uh, E, like we said, you saw this more... When it came out. When it came out in IMAX, more or less, you probably slept through a bunch of it. I'm, I'm not positive I was awake the whole time. Yeah. Um, I don't know how you could sleep in those chairs. I could sleep anywhere. I slept on your guys' floor. In fact, the one time I found I couldn't sleep is when you guys gave me an air mattress so I didn't have to sleep on your guys' floor. Turns out you just can't sleep on air mattresses. No. I don't know what it is about them. Weird. Um, 
And I have seen this movie, but I have not seen it many times because it is very long. And it is very dour. So I've seen it a few a few times, not many. Um, when I bought this collection, I did pop it in a little bit because I wanted to see the opening plane scene in 4K. It looks it looks cool. <laughs> you could describe it that way. I and I will. It looks cool. It looks very good, and it sounds nice. Uh, Liz, could you do you even know the amount of times you've seen this movie? I don't know how many times I've seen this movie. I have watched the trilogy multiple times, but um, we didn't own this movie for a long time. And it wasn't on any streaming things. I would watch them when they would come on Netflix. But Netflix also would only do it like one at a time. Yeah, they were weird. So like, yeah, Batman Begins is on there. And when Batman Begins is on there, none of the other ones are. When the second one's on there, none of the other ones are. And I don't know if I've ever seen The Dark Knight Rises on Netflix, if I'm being honest. And that's why I have never seen it as many times. That's why I haven't seen it as many times as I've seen the others. Because we didn't own it and Netflix doesn't run it. So, but this, I don't know if we would. Like, I don't watch the DVDs we have (laughs) anyway. Because it's Jariah's stuff and he doesn't like when I touch it. So I don't touch it. And it's annoying to put things in when you, you know. So I don't. And... Also, this movie has, when we first watched it, it was so panic-inducing the first time we watched it. So I don't have, like, great memories associated with watching this movie (laughs) in theaters. So I don't remember watching it in IMAX with you guys. Was that because of what happened regarding the previous movie, or was that just because of the movie itself? It's, no, it happened with this movie. Yeah, it happened with this movie. Oh, I, I so had a sh- mix-up of the time frame. Yeah. No, the shooting happened with this movie. And so, like, when anyone would get up from their seats, it was like, where the fuck are you going? Sit down. <laughs> I still <laughs> like that. That doesn't, so. like, stop Jariah from wanting to go to movies, though. Yeah, no, I'm an idiot. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, it didn't stop really anyone. That theater was I packed. So. Yeah, it was. But and everybody was silent. Yeah, it was it was a group effort of panic. Yeah. So I don't have great memories with it as an opening. And I also remember it was a dark time. And then the movie itself is dark. Mm-hmm. So um, that's probably the other reason why it's. And of course, like it wasn't the trilogy it was supposed to be. So. When you're going from two to this one, from the Dark Knight to the Dark Knight Rises, you're getting two different movies. So yeah, yeah. You know. There's there's actually a lot of like strange happenings around this movie because for historical context, I guess, um, there was I forget his name, Liz. Do you remember it? Who's the guy who actually did the shootings? I don't. We probably yeah. shouldn't say it anyways. Yeah, doesn't whatever. deserve it. Um. Anyway, mass shooting during the premiere of. Dark Knight Rises in Aurora in Colorado. And many people died. Uh, a lot of people injured. And me and Liz and Sam had already like had these big plans to like go and see the movies. Like we went and saw the movie still, but even in a packed theater 
in the small town that we went and watched it in the first time, it just felt felt like everybody was just freaked out. Like there's no way that you could escape like the the tension of just the things that actually happen in the real world. Mixed with that, this movie itself is also, like Liz said, very dark, very tense. It doesn't really let up at any point in the movie. Uh, I plus also back then, you we bought our tickets, so you had to physically go to the theater to buy your tickets in advance, yeah, so that you could have seats in the theater. So we had already bought the tickets, yeah, and yeah. this theater still to this day does not have a website, <laughs> so you could buy tickets <laughs> online. So, <laughs> um, you had to. We already physically went and bought the tickets, and then have already planned like i was binging i was watching the, the other two yeah the other two the <laughs> night that that shit was happening i was i stayed up dry went to bed okay and i was watching these movies because i'm like i like to watch the movies that came before before i go and watch the last one Whoa. and so <laughs> we had plans to already do it like either yeah. we give up back then like nine bucks but nine bucks was a lot back then so i could get you nine hot and spicy mcchickens at mcdonald's at the time yeah it absolutely could get you nine mcdoubles at the time even (laughs) why are mcdoubles more expensive than the hot and spicy mcchickens mcdoubles are like three bucks now it's ridiculous the economy the mcdonald's economy is ruined (laughs) they could do the dollar menu they make (laughs) bachillions of dollars they absolutely could yeah but yeah the the tension in this movie was really high so for me like like Liz was saying, like I actually have very dark feelings when it comes to this movie. Um, I think this might be the only time where I was able to sit back and kind of appreciate what the movie was doing, because every other time I've watched it, I immediately am like teleported back to that feeling of like, ah, oh, son of a bitch, goddammit, 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 and just like just being super worried the whole time. And I didn't even remember which movie it happened, so... so yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not even sure if, like, at the time I really recognized... The, what was like, happening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I bet. I, I very, like, not news-oriented. I'm much more now than before, but, like, stuff like that would hit me, like, two months late, usually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and this is, like, one of those things that Liz and I were super excited for this movie. Super, super excited. So it was just, we were following everything, and when that came out, I was like, oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Um, we also live in the area, I will yeah. say. I won't say exactly where, but we live in the area. Within 500-mile radius of it. Yes. Uh, and actually had gone a couple months after that to a theater where one of the people who died there worked. So he, he, le- he worked at a theater and decided not to go to the theater he worked at for the premiere. He went to the other theater. And we it was, it was crazy. It was a crazy experience. It's like it feels like being way too close, feel mm-hmm. like too too close to that thing. Um, so yeah, that that painted my feelings towards this movie for a very long time, and how I felt about the movie. I think I feel differently about this movie now. Honestly, enough time has passed to at least not just immediately teleport to that feeling in the, again. Um. And it might be I'm on an Oppenheimer high or something as well. Like, I'm looking for things, but... <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we're lucky that someone didn't try to recreate Oppenheimer in the theaters, too, you know? <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> for sure wouldn't have heard it. Yeah, I'm no. sure. No. Um, so, yeah. We have all seen this movie. Liz has seen it the most. Uh, e basically saw it once. At best. Kind of. 
Uh, so I guess we should ask then. Uh, I'm gonna start with uh, with E. Hi. What are your thoughts on this? You'll never guess what I'm about to say. It's too long. It's too long. <laughs> okay. I think it's too long. <laughs> I think I am so tired the first hour of this movie. A lot of movie happens in that first hour. Yeah, and I don't feel like it all needs to be there. <laughs> I feel like the highlights of the first half of this movie are, are when Catwoman's on screen. Sure. Uh, I feel like that. I'm like, yeah, and then that's like 10 minutes of the first hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> There, it's so strange because there definitely is a different energy when Catwoman is there. Yeah, it's very odd. Uh, it's very hard to hear anything half the time. It's a little better because Dry is has close to what the intended listening experience would be. I have a very decent five point one surround system in a very small area. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you know, but sometimes uh. Bruce Wayne decides he just wants to whisper all his lines, and then you can't hear him. Yeah, so you know what's funny? What's up? These versions specifically have the original theatrical audio mix on them. Oh, good. I just found out also whenever I was bringing this case up here. So you're getting the theater experience, baby. Uh, That's great. (laughs) You know, I'll think about that when I couldn't hear a single goddamn word in the first one. (laughs) Yeah, okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's too long. I think... uh, Bane's cooler than I remember him being. I'll yeah. say that for sure. I still kind of am disappointed with his design, but like of <laughs> just dude. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the mask is kind of neat, but I, really I don't. Like in a lot of ways, it's weird because like design wise and lore wise, it seems like Nolan just wanted to make up his own character, but like he still is Bane. Mm-hmm. Like you can still tell Nolan cared about the character. Yeah. So it's like this weird middle ground that I don't really like. Yeah, so that's the other thing that I guess, uh, kind of the elephant in the room, like Liz was saying earlier, this was never going to be the third movie. Bane was not really supposed to be in the third movie. It was going to continue with Joker originally. Ah. Uh, and with Heath Ledger um, dying by suicide, it made it impossible. Right. There was... Apparently, according to some interviews, a little while where he was toying around with the idea of using some unused footage and maybe some CGI to have references to Joker in there, but ultimately he decided it was extremely distasteful and went away from that. You hear that, Hollywood? (laughs) (laughs) You hear that, modern Hollywood? What a concept, you know? Uh, So yeah, he he did not do that. In fact, there's not even mentions of Joker in this movie. Because uh, he just didn't want to disrespect Heath Ledger, which totally fair, honestly. Yeah, I can see that because like the actual plan feels very Joker. Yeah, so it makes sense. It'd be kind of weird to have two mo- movies have Joker as the character main villain, but also Joker is Batman's biggest enemy. So yeah, yeah, and it would have been taken Joker to the next level to like actual violence and stuff like that. It would have like. <laughs> After you know more than the shooting everyone he does in the first in more, the second movie more than that I think it would have there was a lot of changes done in the script also I think the fact of the villains that it does have in this not just besides Bane but the mystery villain that's revealed at the end which I mm. actually hate yeah still I still don't like that actually um mm. it would it would have been a different movie I think you can kind of see the bones of where it was going yeah but that's not the movie we got yeah. Uh, 
I'll, Catwoman surprisingly did end up being my favorite part of this movie overall. I like Catwoman a lot more now than I did when we originally watched it. Yeah, she's a fresh breath of fresh air. Yeah. Yeah. I think she kind of, I think what it is is she kind of feels more in line with like classic quote unquote Batman. Sure. Whereas like the rest is like Nolan Versa. It feels like you'd think it would like clash more than it does, but it just kind of feels like she is more of like a nice brevity to everything while being very vital to the plot. She actually is very important, but she does feel kind of like a lighter tone to everything else that's so fucking heavy. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was going to kind of complain about her design, but they brought it back by having it be the stupidest thing that's amazing. I fucking love it. Because she has like these <laughs> tiny, tiny cat ears. And I'm like, wow, they didn't want to just like, like they're smaller than Batman's bat ears. Uh-huh. So I was like, got to complain. And then they're fucking binoculars. Yeah, man, they're goggles. so stupid, but I love it. So good. I um, love it. But yeah. I I enjoyed this more than I remember enjoying it. I don't remember having a single opinion of the first of the first <laughs> time I watched it. Now you have opinion. Yeah, I have one. Uh, I enjoy it. I don't like. It's one of those things which very funny because this is the exact scenario I watched in. I don't think you can watch this one just on its own. No, I think it only works as the ending of a trilogy. Yeah. It does because it still follows his story. It still follows Alfred's story mm-hmm. and Rachel and Dent. So, it yeah. yeah. It's not so far off where like it can be by itself, like you said, because it is still part of it. It just... Yeah, like, I feel like Batman Begins, awesome. you can watch alone. Dark Knight, you could watch alone. <laughs> I would. Um, But this one, yeah, I feel like if you don't have the context of Dark Knight, this feels real flat yeah i always say you might be able to get away with it as like a dark knight and then this and just say it's like the sequel movie and never watch batman begins <laughs> you can get away without batman begins i mean there's context from batman begins in this that ends up mattering but kinda but yeah i think dark knight and dark knight rises could be its own thing but yeah uh but yeah actually i enjoyed this a lot more i don't think i want to watch it again but Fair. that's mostly because of how long it is Whereas the I I could see myself wanting to watch the Dark Knight again because that's a neat movie. Dark Knight's real good. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of cool things about it. A lot of like weird things about this movie. Yeah, yeah. That opening though is fucking cool. <laughs> you can still say that. I can. It's cool, man. <laughs> that might be the uh, one of those things the internet just ruined for me. <laughs> just that opening thing. Yeah, yeah. Because it was just everyone took the piss out of it. Yeah, I mean, the, they took the piss out of the whole movie. I mean, yeah, for sure. But uh, All right, Liz, what are your thoughts on this? I like it overall um, as a movie. I don't like it on your surround system. <laughs> the sound is so off because we are not in a theater and we don't have the amount of speakers that match a theater to make like the very silent scenes where they're whispering sound like they're not whispering um so he um bane they was it called where he reads his lines again oh dubbed over he, yeah there was a lot of that dubbed in this over movie, actually basically his whole thing and i'm probably because they couldn't hear his lines through the mask weren't you saying that like literally is it yeah yeah so if you look there you can look online and like see comparison trailers and stuff like that 
of the original release trailer to what it ended up being. Um, they recorded all of his lines on set like Nolan does, so he was muttered. Like you really could not fucking hear the guy at all because he's screaming through this mask. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there were large complaints about it. Like literally, the studio had to come down and be like, "We, even when we blast volume, we can't hear a fucking thing this guy is saying." <laughs> and so. Uh, Tom Hardy had to go in and dub all of his lines over again, you, and you can tell. Yeah, you know yeah. Nolan was pissed when yes. he, when people told him that. He's like, "Oh, yeah, I can't fucking hear him now. You can only hear him now. What about that asshole?" <laughs> yeah, which is what it sounds like at home. Yeah, and then I mean, when the action scenes, action scenes are loud, mm-hmm. regardless, whatever. But like in this movie, because there's such a contrast yeah. of when people are talking to. The action scenes and when things are happening and there's music in the background, it's so loud. So loud. So we literally have to have the remote in our hands and change it up and down, which is annoying because you don't want to do that Mm -hmm. in a movie. But um, it's still, I like Bane. Um, I, um, I think it was, like, it's cool what he did. I don't mind the, like, spinoff or the secret villain thing of it oh the secret villain reveal yeah i think people are just mad you didn't see it coming <laughs> <laughs> i mean you're right i didn't see it coming in the theater but i watched I this movie forgot. and i didn't see it coming yeah. <laughs> yeah i forgot actually so i was like because i mean it is hype to be bane is the bad guy or whatever and the main villain and i don't know him as batman's villain he's but- kind of like a B or C list Batman villain, yeah. honestly. He's, he's very yeah. different in this than normal. Yeah. He's a luchador. I think I've talked yeah. about it before. You know, yeah. I, I like luchador, so that's maybe that's some of why I get upset, but you know. <laughs> he is the wrestler, so. Yeah, that's Hi. why, like, rewatching this, he does actually feel more like a wrestler than I remember. He does a lot of wrestling moves, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So I liked him. I, I forgot about the secret villain but when we were watching it i was like this little kid's a girl yeah <laughs> yes like, yes for sure <laughs> like i i i was like okay yeah yeah <laughs> uh you know this could easily be like dumb e brain thing i was like this kid looks like 11 from stranger things i could see it but yeah, actually uh very recently e, you have seen this little girl acting was it in stranger things <laughs> no no was it in better call saul no I, no I don't think she's in that actually uh fargo She's oh. the daughter in Fargo. Oh, good for her. Yeah. <laughs> so long ago. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like it was like back to back. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's when I remembered when we first saw her, it was like, that's a little girl. Why would they cast a little girl to be a boy yeah. in the future? And then they showed her again and I was like, mm. Oh yeah. That's, okay. That's like the only hint you can get for the twist yeah but the thing also is like i don't like the reveal secret villain thing but i i think this is like the third time watching it all the way through i think it does earn it a little bit uh i i think nolan puts enough stuff in there that it like feels warranted actually like it watching it again and like knowing where it's going you can kind of actually be like oh shit that's actually really smart like that's like oh well that's like put in place for that like uh, it's, it's very cool, but also it's Nolan, so it's very confusing. The first time I feel like, um, yeah, um, 
I forgot that he also went into the cave thing, the whole thing. Yeah, forgot that's funny because that. that's all I remember about it yeah. before going into this. Yeah, yeah, I forgot. The one thing that bo- bothered me, and it was probably on purpose, and I can see why, though, is so when Catwoman gives him up and he fights with Bane in the sewer, there's no music mm-hmm. in that scene. And I'm like, and people lately have been like doing videos of like movies without music and certain oh, scenes yeah. and how it like makes the movie, which is true. And I'm like, Nolan did it before all of you guys. <laughs> well, I'm going to say that's very common outside of America, too. Like, yeah. America's really the one that really put music everywhere, I, which is I, weird. I kind of like it without the music because it feels sort of like, feels like you're in a sewer. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but it also feels like kind of like a passionless thing. Like, it's not even like trying to fool you that Batman's going to win this fight. Like, it's, yeah. he's come here to die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think, and they had music bef- right before the cage got shut, and I feel like if it it, it would have had more of an impact if it just went on a little bit longer yeah. before Batman started getting his ass kicked. That's so, yeah. that's the only thing, and it's, it bothered me because I kept thinking of people doing these stupid videos <laughs> of like the music thing, and I'm like, ugh. So, so then that's all I could like think of. Um, but there... A lot of this movie doesn't have music no. in it. Because, um, of course, I started thinking about it. And I was like, well, let me think back on the movie we were just watching. And then, like, listen to the rest of it. And it doesn't really have a whole lot of music or composition in yeah. here. Nolan does so. do that a lot where he'll just kind of let a scene lie in a way. Yeah. Yeah, he does. He lets the actors act in a lot of ways. I feel like that was, re- like... Didn't Dunkirk have very, very little music altogether? There, the thing with Dunkirk is it has building music from the very beginning to the very end. Yeah. To the point where like you don't realize it's happening until you realize it's happening. It's uh, it's kind of this tension builder throughout. Yeah, the whole it's thing. like building on yourself on your um unconscious or what's it called? Subconscious Sub- mind. Subconscious mind yeah. Yeah. of it building it. Plus, Dunkirk though. There's jets, there's boats, there's yeah, like a lot of noise. Guns. There's so much noise where you don't necessarily need it because there's always something yeah. happening and there's always movement. But overall, I liked it. I like Anne Hathaway as Catwoman. Um, she does a very a very good klepto yeah. <laughs> person. I think the which Jariah pointed out, it's Juno. That if they had more time, probably would have been Poison or Ivy or whatever her name is. Because they're oh, friends yeah. in oh. some universe. But yeah. yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. And she she was so young. Yeah. Back then. I didn't know she was <laughs> in it either too. But yeah, I I like it overall. I like the way it ends. Alfred's my favorite butler. So the fact that he gets all the money in the end is good what, with me. What's your like top three butlers? <laughs> like, actually, actually, you could do like a top five Alfreds. Alfreds, uh, yeah. Alfred's the only butler I know, and so. <laughs> just, but there's so many Alfreds. Like, you just you're like, oh, you know, he's like he's my favorite butler. So, my like, favorite butler. I feel like it implies there's more than one. I don't live the billionaire life. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's true, personal that's true. butler. <laughs> I mean, I I always like the 
animated Alfred a lot, but that's kind of an unfair comparison because I'm comparing a like five season show to a three hour movie. Uh, well, I guess like like nine hours if all sure. together. I mean, Alfred's barely in this one. Barely in this one, <laughs> quite frankly. Is. Very impactful though when he is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, this is. He's also my favorite Alfred. Also my favorite Batman though, honestly. So mm. I would. I, I wouldn't feel that way, but I can see Keaton seeing the recent, most recent Flash movie where Keaton was Batman or came back as Batman. I had never seen a Keaton movie. I don't think. And so I didn't get the hype. <laughs> it was kind of how I wa- I read Stardust or whatever from Neil Gaiman. Oh, yeah. The first time, never read any of his books, but I read this in a book club and I was like, all right, I get it, people. Not overrated. Good, good writer. Good writer. And it was the same with Michael Keaton. I was like, okay, I see why Michael Keaton is a lot of people's Batman because he's very good Batman. <laughs> And Bruce Wayne, so he's talented. But he Nolan is still my Batman. Yeah, because he's the Batman I only knew. He's the <laughs> only one I knew, and I didn't like Batflick, and I Ron Preston didn't get a chance. So <laughs> he has a chance. He's getting a second movie. He gets a second chance. Let's see if they collide. And I'll sit here with the animated one be my favorite. I think that's like ninety eight percent of people's favorite is the animated Batman. Yeah. I mean, well, he's uh, a cartoon. Yeah, but he has a voice actor behind him. <laughs> what? I know. But I know. Like, <laughs> visually, all you can do is like connect with the voice because yeah. visually, he's always going to look the same, and they can make him do whatever you want. Yeah, I don't. I mean, like that. The Batman the animated series really actually does so much for just Batman in general, establishing a ton for what came after even these. Yeah, the Batman animated series did establish a ton. Uh, literally, Harley Quinn wouldn't exist without the Batman animated series. Yeah, yeah, but I'm not discrediting the Batman animated series. Yeah, me either. But just, it's just got cartoons. Not everyone watches cartoons like me. I get it. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Liz. So you like it also? Um, I too like it. I think I had very mixed feelings on it beforehand. I think this is like my least biased. My yeah, this viewing is probably my least biased viewing, or maybe most biased because, uh, just liking uh Nolan so much nowadays. But uh, least like hate filled because yeah. I was very negative watching this in the theater. Honestly, I very I was very very negative towards it, uh, to the point to where I think I annoyed Liz with how <laughs> negative I was when we first saw it. Um. Is it true, Liz? I think so. I think we went to a restaurant after. I think we, we talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, yeah. Because nice. I, I liked it. Sam liked it. Mm-hmm. So, Jariah was the only one that didn't like it. Yeah. You better tell Sam you like it this time around. She'll She's going to hear it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I actually have a, a much higher opinion of this movie. And even, like, simpler shots... I think even Eve was like, okay, I guess. But like, there's a shot in it to where Lucius is like in this stupid trailer and then it turns into a dumb elevator. I, and I was so impressed by that shot. I think it's like cool they built that. I think it's stupid that it's in this movie. I don't understand why it's in this movie. It's fucking cool. That's why. <laughs> yeah, like, it is super Batman. I'll recognize that. Yeah. Like, it's just like, okay. It was great. <laughs> Half Life Two, here we go. It does. It does feel like Half Life. <laughs> um, 
So I guess, yeah, I do really enjoy it. We'll talk more of the parts that we, uh, we enjoyed and didn't enjoy when we're talking about the plot here. The plot, I think, is fairly straightforward for the most part of this movie. It's fairly straightforward, but most of it only applies to the second half of this movie, I would argue. Yes. The first half of this movie is kind of getting you back into the flow of like, hey, Batman needs to exist again. (laughs) It's been eight years. Batman needs to get off his fat ass. Yeah. So everything that they did that um, wound up happening with Harvey Dent slash Two-Face at the end of Dark Knight and uh, Commissioner Gordon and with Batman and making Batman the big villain that killed Dent, Mm -hmm. their plan worked out. And basically eliminated uh, crime, crime, or at <laughs> not least crime, not like the corruption. I guess. Yeah, yeah. It eliminated corruption. Yeah. Uh, in in the city, so it, it did work, but it came at a price. Of now that there's not corruption, it's it's going to lead the way to a lot of corruption. Like you can kind of already see that coming into play at the beginning of this movie. Is that like it's just gonna mm-hmm. come? It's coming right back. It's it's coming right back. No matter what you did. And even the thing that stopped the corruption is actually very corrupt. So, because there was a whole law, the Dent Law or whatever it's called in yeah, this. Yeah, you don't get any parole. No parole. basically boiled down to. If you're part of organized crime and like a whole bunch of other things of like super fucking illegal, actually. Uh, but yeah. So that's going on. And there's this movie opens up with a big party to celebrate or honor Dent. Mm-hmm. And it's at Wayne Manor. National Dent Day. National Dent Day. I think what was, what's the line in the beginning narration? It's like, it's not uh, the oldest holiday, but it might be our most important. <laughs> what's, what's the last holiday we invented? Juneteenth, I guess. Juneteenth, mate. Well, that's I think that's older than we realize. I think that's always been a holiday. It just hasn't been recognized by the government. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe like, Father's Day. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to say, like, even, like, assuming due teeth is much, much older, holidays are fucking old. Holidays are old. Holidays are really old. I feel like it would be that or, like... I you somehow. 9-11? Is that a holiday? 11? 9-11? 9-11? That's not a holiday. Is that not a holiday? Is it Remembrance Day for Remembrance, I guess? <laughs> Just you remember it. <laughs> Just remember it. <laughs> no, no celebrate. Just remember um, just remember Veterans Day maybe until you forget until you forget Veterans Day wasn't that after like Nom they decided to make it a thing I don't know honestly I really have no idea I if you guys know let us know <laughs> I should look into holidays after this actually <laughs> that's our next episode we just talk about holidays <laughs> in yeah. their history I, but with this one I didn't like where they like are celebrating Dent back to back in two separate things like, like, what do you mean? So they were first celebrating Dent in the city. Oh, yeah. And then the next sequence is celebrating yeah. him again, but in a castle. In yeah. the manor. Wayne Manor. Yeah. And I'm just like, and that, that I didn't like this time around. I was I, like, that's stupid. I think <laughs> Why Nolan, would you write it that way? Nolan just has an issue of doing that a lot. <laughs> yeah. I think on first viewing, you don't realize it, but it's like repeat viewings where you're like, oh, like, I'm paying attention to the story and the writing here now, and, like, the cinematic whatever isn't just, like, taking over and, like, my brain isn't just shutting off and accepting it kind of thing. You know, usually he puts a giant panning sky uh, in front of every time he changes scenes. He, he surprisingly didn't that time. 
Yeah, actually, what you're, a, you're right. He really I does still, do that. I lot. still hate him so much because it's like, <laughs> I apparently to him, your two options are cut without like breaking any pace whatsoever, or <laughs> completely ruin any pacing and do a sky shot. Yeah, I think when there's the big time jump in this, I think it's literally a sky shot. And yeah, time jump. Every it's he does like them so much. All in of this. them. Yeah. yeah, you see the skyline of New York. I don't know how many times and how or many Gotham, angles. But it looks well, good though. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I always whenever I see those scenes and I thought about it more. This one, my brother hates them. Hates yeah. them. Why? He doesn't like him. Well, he doesn't. His movie cutoff is an hour and a half. Yeah, true. So, like, is it your brother, my father, or no? It's my other brother, and he he's like, well, this was before. I don't know before he got married, but he's like, (laughs) hour and a half. That's it. Anything else is like a waste of time. And then anytime we would watch a movie together, and that shit happened, he'd be like, this is stupid. He could have cut this out. You could have cut this out. This was not needed. I love that that he like thinks he knows better than all directors. Yeah. He's like, why do I need to look at a field? Why? And I'm like, I don't know, but... (laughs) What is symbolism, you know? (laughs) They should just tell us everything they think. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's so funny, because now I... Yeah, now I know which one you're talking about. He's terrible with movies anyways. He is horrible He hates basically every movie I've ever heard him talk about. He likes the weirdest movies. There's like some movies where he's like, oh, that was so funny. You're like, that was so great. But like, it's weird movies you would never think of. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Yeah. The last one I remember him talking about is he hated Coco. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. Weird. Coco's fun. My cousin didn't like it either. Yeah. Maybe it was too Mexican. They they got they felt like, oh, I'm just Maybe. at my family parties. <laughs> I know. Like that's what rich Mexicans do. Uh, yeah. Mexicans. Maybe the, maybe they're just jealous cuz <laughs> Uh yeah. But lots of skylines in this movie. Yeah, I, lots. I, I hate them. I almost want it to be something stupid like every time it does that Batman's actually just flying a stupid ass flying batmobile. That'd be great. <laughs> like just something, but I don't know. Yeah. Uh the thing that I'll give this credit to is it introduces Cat lady catwoman mm-hmm. very quickly yeah like first 10 minutes of this movie you are introduced to catwoman uh she's pretending to be a maid at the manor to get to wayne's jewels yeah that he keeps in the safe not a euphemism not a euphemism literal jewels <laughs> in the safe uh and she immediately steals his mother's pearl necklace also not a euphemism also not a euphemism <laughs> <laughs> um and then jumps out a window jumps out a window uh, gets away from Batman, which also is a really nice way to show that Bruce Wayne is fucking broken from all the crime fighting. He is he is super dead. He walks on a cane now. Uh, he eventually follows this line to try and go after her. Goes to a doctor. He's like, all right, got to get back in society. I go to a doctor now because also Gordon goes to follow these crime routes to see Bane, because Bane is doing crimes around the yeah, city and stuff. This is after the iconic plane scene that Jiraiya loves so much. I think the plane scene is really good, man. I think it's silly. I love it so It's cool. Because they did I that. Don't they actually like did cool. it. I, I've, again, like I think it's just like I've seen so much dumb shit regarding it constantly that I don't think about it in that way anymore. They but. actually dropped a plane around him. That's cool, man. <laughs> He's a big guy. 
he's big guy <laughs> to you. I, I you think, don't even know the line. He's like, oh, you're a pretty big guy to you. It's great. I actually love that line. It's for you. Oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I, like, there, there's always so much you can see people joke about. I think that is a lot of this, too, is like just how it became a joke in a lot of ways online. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, doesn't help it. I mean, the, that's the only one that I'd say I think it probably ruined it for me. <laughs> just seeing that everywhere. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair enough, I guess. I, there's definitely things to where, like, the meme makes it this, like, much bigger thing than it is. And you see the thing, you're like, oh, that's what that... People got a meme off of that? What? Yeah. It's, it's just weird to me. Anyway. I think this one makes more sense. It's the, like, opening thing. So it's like, okay, yeah, that's what people remember. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cool scene. Uh, so, yeah, that's actually how the movie does open, is being introduced to Bane and him stealing people. But then you get the Catwoman stealing the pearls thing. And Gordon chasing down these crimes, uh, trying to find Bane. Eventually uh, does kind of find Bane. Gets taken to Bane anyway. And, and Bane's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, Bane's <laughs> like, get the get the fuck out of here, man. Come on. Uh, and like shoot, shoots him or hits him first. Uh, he just rolls away oh, into yeah. the water and gets shot at. Oh, right. He's about to shoot him and he rolls away and then gets shot while he's going down the river. And they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, he's probably dead. And Bane's like, uh, you should check. Yeah, I actually think this is super cool. Bane is really intimidating in this. Yeah. Uh, Tom Hardy is not a big dude, but they managed to make him... For you? <laughs> for me, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, he had to wear like four or five inch heels or something like that, so he'd just be as tall as everybody else. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, he's just a really short dude. He's like 5'8", five, 5'9", five, something like that. What I also want to say with Bane is like he, he's a, he uses his intimidation... But, like, all of the people that he has working for him is very Joker-esque mm-hmm. on how he gets them to work. I have no idea. I mean, freedom, I guess. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, it's but. implied a lot of them are, like, or like people from the boys' house. What do they call it? The orphanage. <laughs> they call it something specific. The, oh, the Ra's al Ghul place? No. No, the, the orphanage. The orphanage? I don't know. They call it by its name. I think, but I don't remember. The one that the Waynes were funding, but he stopped. Oh, right, right, right. I don't know. The Wayne Orphanage. I don't know. (laughs) Um, Well, it's not his because it stopped getting funded by him. But uh, it's implied from like the introduction stuff that that's where he gets a lot of his people from. Are those who graduate out of orphans. Yeah. (laughs) That age out. Age out, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like all of these people are scared and they all are know they're gonna die. Yeah. But they're still there. Whereas Joker used like mentally ill people, but there was a line that they used with the Joker too, like, where does he get these people? <laughs> well, these people are, are apparently very sane, but it's Desperate. very Joker esque. Yeah. 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 I mean that's ultimately it's one of the things that I was talking about is Gotham itself is the most important character in Batman. And I think you see it. Cause like a lot of the questions you think about when you're just getting into like Batman stuff, you're like, well, why is, why is Gotham so like heavy in crime and everything? And it's like, cause the systems itself don't actually help these people. So like with the orphanage, they age out of it. And then what they're not, 
suited to do anything essentially right yeah well it's also full circle too right you say desperation is why the people did it but like they're living in a time where everything is kind of chill Mm -hmm. you can make money without being fucked over by billionaires but then at the same time billionaires are getting fucked so then they can't fund orphanages like that and so yeah a lot of this is also written during the crash yeah uh you can you can tell a lot of times with how heavy like the emphasis on the stock market always is in movies around this time. Yeah, it's it's very funny actually. Yeah, uh, but yeah, there's a lot of inspiration because of all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, uh, Gordon gets away. Uh, Bruce decides, hey, time to be Batman again. Yeah, and he's like, all right, Doc, what's up? And Doc's like, you're fucked so hard. What did you do? <laughs> I have never seen. Uh, cartilage like this before. He's like, that's good? No, there's no cartilage. I've never seen nobody with no cartilage before. <laughs> Is that a thing that, you, that can happen, actually? Just, you ruin all of your cartilage in your knees? I mean, oh, is that a question for me? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> that was that was like a nurse question. Um, it Your knees are a lot of cartilage. You just have that one bone, the patella, and then everything else is tendons and everything built up in there. I don't think you could ever lose it, but um it's like kind of the muscle. So that's why people need to have like joint or knee surgery to get it replaced mm. because it's broken down so much. Uh um because it essentially just rubs on each other all the time. Sounds awful. What a so, weird design. <laughs> the knee is really weird. It is the strangest, I will say, cuz it's literally just a little bone yeah just with everything attached everything like grabbing onto like spider-man's webs (laughs) i don't like that visual (laughs) you don't like the idea of spiders in your legs no i do not (laughs) it's like spiders control your legs (laughs) (laughs) every time you bend it they're like pulling on the web like hold hold just every time every time you have to bend your knee it's just that scene from every spider-man movie where he's holding the things together with web yeah (laughs) Yep, yep. He would not be walking, though, if he had those knees. No, he wouldn't would be able say. to bend his knee, right? Well, yeah. In his x-rays, he had no patella, so <laughs> I don't know what. I don't know why he was do- I don't know how the joint was moving at all, but yeah. <laughs> See, this, this is the, like a different uh, view we need, where someone's like, Hey, yeah, uh, his leg wouldn't work yeah. anymore. <laughs> Where I'm like, oh, yeah, his x-ray looks kind of fucked. Yeah. <laughs> and we have, like, an actual reason it's fucked. Now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, which leads him to just getting a really fancy knee brace, basically. Yeah, they kind of don't do anything with that plot point. It's, like, weird that it's even a thing, honestly. I, I feel like they wanted it to yeah. just explain away why Bane's so much better than him. But, like... yeah. Bane also grew up in hell, basically. So, like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't working out for so long. So, yeah, like, like I when feel he like was Batman, he was working out all the time. Yeah. I feel like you don't need him to get super augmented knees. Yeah. Like, Only his, like, left knee was fucked, apparently, according to him. Yeah. Like, honestly, I feel like you could have just been like, Alfred be like, you don't even work out anymore. I've not even seen you leave this yeah. room in whatever amount of time. Master like, Wayne, you haven't even lifted a single dumbbell since three years ago. How do you expect eight. to deal with him? 
Eight. Yeah. That's yeah, right. Eight. eight. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, just do that. Like, you don't need to break him down because it doesn't do anything with the plot ultimately. Yeah, he just has to be skinny. Yeah. Again, which I think he was getting ready for his next movie because you tell in his face a little bit. He. What was his next and movie? And he's a method actor, so. He is. So he gains and loses a bunch of weight. So he did Dark Knight and then did The Machinist and then did this. Oh, so he was coming from it. Yeah, okay. he came from. So he's like bones and mm-hmm. skin. Yeah, know? I think in Dark Knight he weighed like almost 200 or something like that. Machinist, he weighed 98. That's not safe. Not safe. And then he gained all of that back again for this. That's less safe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then... Don't do that if anyone's listening. I think he lost weight for the fighter or like a a boxing movie he did again. Then he gained a bunch of weight to do Dick Cheney. I feel like you would need to gain weight for a boxing movie. Oh, yeah. He got so fat. Yeah. He got super fat for Dick Cheney. He got super fat. It was weird. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, I assume he has like health coaches and stuff, but like, this just does not seem healthy. His, his doctors tell him not to do it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it's just, it's like the movie. He, he is going to die super young from what he's done to his heart oh with doing gosh. this with his weight. Yeah. yeah. It's not great. Uh, Yeah. But ultimately, a lot of this is to say like, this is like, we're like an hour in the movie now. Yes. And, and we've it- said three sentences basically of the plot. <laughs> Yeah, like not yeah. a lot happens, but it gives you like a world feeling of like, hey, everything's peaceful, but like also Bane's coming to fuck things up. Like that's kind of the first hour of this movie. Yeah, I I just think it's too long. I think you could cut. I also think you could a cut a lot out of this. I I think that there's a lot that's unnecessary in this movie with the police Yes. stuff even though i really like joseph gordon levitt in this and i just like him in general as an actor i feel like there's a lot that's actually not super necessary is he a dick or whatever they call him yeah yeah that's dick his name call him his name i don't remember it <laughs> it is dick, dick yeah. it's richard but grayson yeah. yeah okay um yeah you could have you could have added robin into this a lot sooner yeah instead of at the end especially if you were gonna be like old batman yeah. At the beginning. I almost wonder if maybe they're worried about it feeling almost too much like the old Batman stuff and worrying it might make it cheesy to have him around. Because at this point, Robin was a very silly character. He was. Other than like Teen Titans. I feel like that was the only thing that they took Robin serious. Yeah, but the thing that bothers me with it, and spoilers for the end of this movie, spoilers Uh-oh. for this whole movie in general, the fact that it's like you don't actually hear his name until the end of the movie and it's Robin... His uh, name is not Robin. Well, they oh. said that was his birth name. No, I know. Just yeah. like yeah. in general. His yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Like his real name. Yeah. Um, and then like it's a huge reveal, and I love it. I love the ending of this, but it makes me like want that movie, and you never yeah. get that movie. I, I think the interesting thing is the way it's set up. It really goes more into his like Nightwing stuff yeah like that that's the next progression so like we actually just skipped over robin which is fine which is fine yeah um but it's just like it's weird yeah because ultimately if you watch the whole movie without really that prior knowledge uh it just feels like the others where it's just a random cops helping him yeah yeah agreed (laughs) also you know this robin's not like a gymnast so the deducting points really just, for that. He's just an orphan. He's just a guy. He's just an orphan. So that's messed up. He wasn't even in the circus. <laughs> um but yeah, the second hour of this movie is 
you get a bunch of fun Batman stuff, actually. Yeah. Uh, you get him just going around fighting crime. He has new bat car, new bat motorcycle that's fucking fucking Star Star Wars. Yeah, it's it's just a fucking super cool bat wing jet. Th- it's it's great. It's super fun. It's dumb. Uh, Way cooler than Star Wars. It is cool, but not cooler than Star Wars. It's way not, cool. It's, it's cooler than We've at least never half of Star anything Wars. That cool. X Wing, Y Wing, the Z Millennium wing. Falcon. Yeah, these are all just planes. They're yeah. all wow. flat. One's a circle and flat. Yeah, you could like you can. It's like a pizza flying Pancake. through space. And what's what's not cool about that? It's cool the first time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, yeah, then you just get him doing a bunch of cool bat stuff, actually doing like a bunch of investigating, like trying mm-hmm. to figure out what's going on with his company, why he's so poor. I, I he has an idea at the start where he's like, yeah, someone stole my fingerprints. Yeah, yeah, uh, actually, yeah, he's actually, pretty... in fact, not even that, just that girl stole my fingerprints. Yeah. Here's that girl, I found her already. Yeah, uh, most of the movie, I would say, is actually mostly following Robin yeah. and uh. Good old the commissioner, boy. Honestly, like I, I think that's like most of Act One and Act Two is following those two. Batman's not much in this Batman movie. He is not in this Batman movie a whole lot. More than memory serves for me, but definitely not nearly as much as the first two movies. <laughs> Less than memory serves for me because I really just remember this movie being when he's thrown down the well and then fights everything. <laughs> I will say also. I remember the him being in a whole thing being most of the movie, and it is not. No, it's so little of it's the movie. It's like 15 minutes of the movie, actually. And I remember being so long of him being in that hole. It's weird. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Bane's like, hey, everyone, I'm going to set off an atomic bomb. Actually, Someone has the thing. First, he goes and steals all of the stocks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like that doesn't really do anything. It gets him to where he gets to steal Batman's money. Sure, but he had the fingerprints anyways. Well, yeah. Well, he gets to tank everything. Yeah. So that they all still have nothing like everyone else. Yeah. Below them has nothing. Yeah. That goes into the whole, you know, recession thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like it's neat that it's a thing that happens because, like, there's some cool scenes from it. But also, if you, like, took that out and everything else is still perfectly fine because once the bomb stuff happens they can just overthrow the rich anyways yeah you're right <laughs> you're absolutely right uh but it is fun i think you get a really fun chase scene in it yeah uh you get batman stuff you get to see the cycle do the thing which is yeah great. the star wars thing yeah <laughs> batman does the akira slide he kind of does actually he kind of does but they actually didn't yeah. surprisingly yeah um super fun and then you eventually get what I feel is super abrupt. We talked about it a little bit whenever Catwoman and him like go to fight Bane. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's out of nowhere to me. I don't know how you guys feel about that. Just her taking him to it? Yeah, he's like, man, we got to fight Bane. Take me to him. He's like, okay. Like, it's just really yeah. <laughs> weird. I don't know. Because she was in it from that. the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. She took, yeah, she was working for him. Because she's, she's also, like, she does her homework also. Yeah. So, I don't know. She just wants to take it out of here, basically. She yeah. just wants a clean slate. But, yeah, I think she was always, she was never working for him, but she always no. knew what was happening because she knows the right people to know. Yeah, it just seemed like, just kind of quick. 
Like, it just seemed like there was no setup for he was about to do that, and then he just did it. I think the reason that it feels like that is just that the first half of this movie, nothing happens, and then stuff starts happening. And then suddenly everything happens. <laughs> I think that's yeah. what is really... I think, again, if, like, the first half was uh, a lot shorter and had some trimming here and there, then it would feel, like, fine. Yeah. I think I really think it's because, like, so much feels like they're building up, and then it's just like, hang on, we're dear. Yeah, yeah, I think I think you're right. Actually, I think that's probably is what gets me with it. Yeah, Batman fights Bane, gets fucked up. It's a cool fight. Yeah, it's I really do like the scene a lot. I think there's some, <laughs> there's one scene that makes me just laugh so much because <laughs> Batman just makes a really dumb face as Bane's like punching him and he's just he's like, like uh... not moving. Like yeah. there's like no reaction. <laughs> like he's just getting punched in the head yeah. without moving a single inch. It's really funny. Yeah, but you get. Tons of great Bane lines here. Yeah, this is where he's like, hey, Batman. I was born in whatever age, whatever he said. I don't even know what he said. I he set off an atomic nuke. No, no, <laughs> that's Oppenheimer. Lines. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or Tenet, yeah, actually. Like, yeah. I think most of those Well, movies. if it was Tenet, the nuke would have already went off, and they're going back in time. Man, <laughs> we're watching Tenet at some point. Oh, no. <laughs> then I can't make these dumb jokes anymore. <laughs> I I think you'll be shocked how much you can still make these jokes. <laughs> I will. I want you to watch it because I want you to feel how lost I still am with that movie. You are Nolan's biggest defender. Even you're like, man, Tenet. You are. You really are. I am. Like, that man will murder ten people. <laughs> like, no, no, he didn't. He, it was he a reference to Tenet. He made a movie about it, but he didn't do it. It's like you guys didn't even see Memento. It's like not even his fault. Like it's kind of tragic, actually. <laughs> That was his brother, Chris. It was lesson. Actually, wait. Actually, is his brother a convicted murderer? He's not convicted. His brother was a high-level hitman, actually, who is on the run currently still. Who used his alias as Oppenheimer? That's not even a joke. That's a real thing. You're you're just making this that's, shit. No, up. that's real. There's no way. Google I think Jariah knows where he's at too. <laughs> Jariah's blackmailing his brother to get, like, signed copies of no, the Tenet thing. He's like, bro, I'll watch every single one of your movies if you let me live so I can watch them. I will always be there. You can, my currency will be yours forever. I won't tell anyone. I will store your 75 mile long <laughs> Oppenheimer. I live in a place where there's mountains, bro. I can put them in any one of them. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, my no. family lives in the smallest town in the United <laughs> States. We could just hide them there. There's already crime there. They won't even notice. Off. There's like all kinds of towns. <laughs> They'd around never there. find him. They'd never find him. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no legit. His brother is a hired hitman who is on the. Say, what is this man? So weird. Strange life. <laughs> Does uh, he have a dumb alias like <laughs> Christopher Lesson? <laughs> no, his alias is Oppenheimer. I'm not even kidding you. <laughs> that's the name he went by as a hitman. Oh, that's fucking insane. It's fucking, life, fucking, life's strange. I can't wait till his brother dies and he makes an entire movie about his brother's whole life. Probably already dead. And he calls it Oppenheimer 2. It's prime memento. <laughs> <laughs> Where were we? Oh, yeah. Uh, Batman's <laughs> fucked up. Uh, they get rid of Batman and Bane's like, I'm going to fucking cause chaos, but uh, organ- uh, the opposite of chaos, actually. Well, that's where we find out Ra's al Ghul yeah. comes into play. Yeah. Because yeah. in like... the whole, Batman's like, ah, yes, Al Ghul. 
Well, also, Bane just, like, tells him, like, I am here under the interests of Ra's al Ghul and to finish the mission that he was not able to complete because of you. Yeah. Well, Alfred also told him, like, hey, Bane's, like, so crazy that al Ghul killed him or kicked, kicked him, him out. Kicked him out, yeah. He's like, and if <laughs> even al Ghul is not cool with this guy, maybe you shouldn't mess with him at all and maybe don't be Batman anymore. But he's like, if if I don't be Batman, who's going to be? And then Alfred's like, literally anyone else. Yeah, I actually really like that you you could not fucking hear it when we were watching it this time, but it's a really powerful scene. I prom I promise it's a very powerful scene. We skimmed over the Alfred stuff a lot in this because Alfred's not in it very much. Uh, in this part of the story, Alfred's been gone for a while actually already. He leaves after like minute twenty. Yeah, he's he's out very quickly. Um, but it's a lot of Alfred being like, "Hey, uh, whenever." I would always visit this one place. I always ha- imagined and had this dream of I'd go and get my little drink and I would look across the court and you would be there and you would be happy. And I just, I always imagined that you were there. Uh, it's, it's very, it's very beautiful. Yeah, we, very we touching. We don't talk to each other and we just leave. Yeah. We don't talk to each other. We just acknowledge the existence and walk away. Very, very touching, very beautiful kind of thing. Uh, it feels very haunting because it's like Alfred, just wishes this piece for Bruce, and he knows he'll never get it. Or never give it to himself, really. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then he's, like, gonna go be Batman again. He's like, if you go be Batman, I can't help you anymore. I've done everything I can to help you. If you go back to this life, I have to walk away, because I can't protect you anymore. And then uh, Batman's like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I've been picked up, but... <laughs> uh, he talks real quiet, man. Yeah. I feel like the sound guy was asleep that day. I don't know. It's so frustrating, because we, we stopped it, went back, increased the volume by, like, six, and I still couldn't hear anything he was saying. Yeah, Christian Bell really whispered in that scene. It's just like, yeah. what? It's like, you didn't, you, didn't, you didn't have another take, guys? You couldn't... And, you know, honestly, it would be fine, because the sound system's fine for it, it's just we share walls with other humans, and so it would ruin their day. I'm pretty sure they're angry at us from tonight. <laughs> I would be so pissed, because those walls shook tonight, yeah, and we could still barely hear the words. Nolan, Nolan went up to Christian Bale and was like, hey, listen, man. It is imperative to the narrative that only dogs can hear you in this next scene. <laughs> Every every dog in a five mile radius should be running to the theater when you when you say the line so that I f- just it would be so funny. <laughs> so please do it. Listen, me. if you watch this in the very middle middle row in IMAX, you're fine. It's exactly as Nolan intended. <laughs> uh, but yeah, very touching. All the Alfred stuff, very touching. Mm-hmm. Alfred's cool. Alfred's cool. Uh, so yeah, Batman's in a hole, and he just keeps being told, hey. Uh, oh, Give also, up, Bane broke die. his back. Bane broke his back at this yeah. point. Uh, also, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, not to dwell on it too much. It's such a fucking weak-ass hit that breaks his back. It is. It doesn't hit his knee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 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 pretty weak, but... <laughs> to be fair, he could break him like a chopstick. Yeah, I, I mean, I just feel like he should have just done more. I feel like we should have, like, 
Batman should have looked like he got. I fucking mean, did killed. you see the condition of his knees? Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> this true. wasn't gonna take much. No, yeah. it'd be way funnier <laughs> if like Batman just fell on a pipe and broke his back. What <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like this, I want fucking Bane to like fucking DDT Batman off the <laughs> off the sewer. <laughs> uh, but yeah. pile drive that man <laughs> breaks Batman's back, sends him to the hole. And then another plot is that Wayne Enterprise has been working on this nuclear energy. Yeah. Uh, that you can turn into an atom bomb. If you just take Any one nuclear part energy you can turn into, yeah, you an, atom turn into an atom bomb. That's yeah. how those work. Yeah, that's kind of the point of them. Um, <laughs> There's one thing you need for an atom bomb. It's an atom. Yeah. <laughs> you just watched a whole movie I about just this. just watched the whole movie, yeah. Uh, which is also just hilarious, honestly, thinking about, like, how long has Tenet really been thinking about making this Oppenheimer movie? Tenet, the movie itself. Uh, no, uh, sorry. Now, how long has Nolan been thinking about making <laughs> like, Oppenheimer? What the because fuck Tenet about? this is so much about nuclear bombs and how afraid people should be of nuclear bombs. And Tenet is so much about nuclear bombs. And I think how Nolan just be like really liked his history class that day. I think Nolan is super afraid of nuclear bombs. Honestly, I think everyone should be super afraid of nuclear bombs. You ever see those things? They could decimate an entire city. The closest I've come to is watching one on screen in IMAX. I, w- <laughs> I went to the city that got decimated by it. It's fucking terrifying. Yeah, sounds like it. I've, I've only I've seen pictures. I've read stuff. Not happy. Not a happy yeah. time for anybody. And we, they fucking used two of those. Yeah, they did. It. They said, "Oh man, that was awful, right?" Watch us do it again. Second time. Second verse. Same as the first. They're <laughs> like, are, are we sure we really did it, though? Like, can we prove we did it? What if we send two? It's so fucked up. To, because of this is why the president actually has to, like, give allowance. Because the president didn't say, hey, do it. It's just the <laughs> commander-in-chief. <laughs> just fucking. Uh, anyway, that's a whole different episode. Yeah. Go watch Oppenheimer. Go watch Oppenheimer, man. Or read a history book that is not, like... Specifically, an American history book. Yeah, you'll you'll be haunted. So, big nuclear weapon. Bane has it, and he's been plotting for a while of having these cement guys just plant bombs in like every street, every twenty fucking feet. It seems mm-hmm. like. Uh, so all the bridges are destroyed by bombs. You get a really cool scene in a football field where the mayor <laughs> gets blown up, and. The football field is destroyed while the quarter, while the guy runs bold, with the ball or whatever. Once again, bold choice of words. I would use a funny, personally. <laughs> I think it's super cool. I think it's so funny how like they don't feel any of this and are just running with the football. That's how into sport they are. That's true. That's true. They're in the moment. Uh, so yeah, very cool scene. Actually, I like it a lot. You get the kids singing, and then poof, it's all—it's very cool, very very cool. Yeah. Actually, Bane's very patriotic for a country he doesn't live in. Yeah, he's almost very <laughs> communist. Honestly, <laughs> it feels very like red com- scare. Kind of red scare. Yeah, kind of doesn't I mean, have nuclear that nuclear like, bomb. Yeah, it's it, there. It, it has that kind of feeling towards it. Actually, um, unleashes hell on Gotham essentially like hey mm-hmm. says I gave the switch to this nuclear bomb to some random person also th- this one scientist is the only person who can make it not be nuclear bomb and then kills person yeah I'll say there's a lot of like cracking necks and I it's cause it's PG-13 but it feels so weird they don't just shoot them cause yeah. like that that just makes more sense every time it would make more sense but again Bane 
you can have guns. You can shoot the guns at people, but you can't shoot the guns are too with the small. Guns. Bane's too strong. He'll just crush the gun. <laughs> he should have been fucking like Game of Thrones, where he just fucking gouges a guy's eye out. You know, if it were R, definitely would have happened. For sure, would have happened. Uh, so yeah, get that. And says I gave the trigger to some random civilian. So if they're just unhappy at any point, they could do it or not. Who knows? It's up to them. I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, he didn't give it to just some random civilian. No. But this is definitely the part that feels like you could tell that this was a Joker story first. Yeah, for sure. Because it's like literally the same plan. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, And then there's chaos. Six months, like basically six months later, because there's apparently yeah. a timer on the bomb if it's not within its enclosure or whatever. Not really a timer. Like, yes, a timer, but just like that's its half-life, basically. Yeah. yeah. That's just how long before it will just inevitably explode. Yeah. And so there's a time limit, and all the while, you get uh, Robin and Commissioner Gordon just planning, because all the cops also went into the tunnels to yeah. try well, and Batman's get Batman's sad, because he can't do anything, because he's dying. Yes, also Batman's very sad in the hole, and he keeps trying to not have a broken back, and broken knees, and broken elbows, and broken shoulders. I, Bane only caused one of those. Bane only caused one. <laughs> but yeah, Bane's like, go live in the hole like I did. Mm-hmm. And, and so then, he does. Uh, yeah. And then you, he gets the flashback to Ra's al Ghul saying, man, I told you, you idiot. Is there really a flashback? It's not a flashback. I, yeah. It's a, um, a premonition. Uh, well, no, I mean, not even premonition. Haunting. Haunting, maybe, <laughs> I, I don't guess. Think it's a, I don't think it's his ghost. Mirage. <laughs> He's dead. He's, so it's Ra's al Ghul is dead. For sure dead. Very, very dead. Anyway, he gets that. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, uh, no one's ever gone out. And he's like, what about that one kid? And everyone's like, uh, I don't, that's kind of a myth, really. Yeah. Probably didn't happen. And then just, he d- pull-ups, him, he does enough pull-ups to not be broken anymore. I mean, they, they put him on a sling to fix his back. I feel like that wouldn't work. I feel like it wouldn't either, Liz. Uh, yeah, what do you think, Liz? <laughs> that Can you just punch the back back into place after no. it's broken? <laughs> no. Doesn't work that way. <laughs> Not without harming other things. <laughs> and you couldn't just be in a sling. I feel like for something like that, it would be better to just be laid down. I don't know. I don't, you don't, I guess you don't want compression on it. That's one. But like, if you broke it, you definitely hit some nerves. Yeah. Right. And then if you hit it again, it definitely hit some more. <laughs> so, like, he probably shouldn't have ever walked again. He's really. That'd be a really have. bold decision if Batman's only his upper half, basically. Just no wheelchair for the rest of the movie. You only see him in the Batmobile or the Batwing. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> he's like merges himself with the fucking Bat cycle. <laughs> uh, during all of this, while he's. Training himself and not having a broken back anymore. <laughs> you also get Catwoman uh, mm-hmm. going around the city, being like, "Ah, oh, shit, I fucked up. I fucked up by helping this happen a little bit." And her friend's like, "Man, this is cool, huh?" And she's like, "Yeah, yeah." Because chaos ensues in this city. All the people just kill all the rich people and just yeah, start they're murdering. like, "You're going to be tried. For, you're not tried for your crimes. You're going to be sentenced for your crimes. Yeah, you are guilty. That is just a fact. You're here. It happened." Uh, now you have to die. You can choose to die or be exiled, and every single person chose exiled, I guess. And then died also, though. Yeah. Because <laughs> it just works that way. There's a lot less holes than you would expect oh, for, well, like, well, six months of this. It's cold. I guess. Freezes over. 
Um, also, you get Scarecrow in there as the judge. Yeah. So, so that's his big thing he gets to do in that's, this movie. That's his thing. He has a 30-second cameo, essentially. Yeah. Uh, it fits, at least. It doesn't feel like a <laughs> out-of-nowhere cameo. It doesn't. It does fit that character a lot. He really got over his uh, fear gas thing, though. So that's good for him. Yeah, good for him. Although you can kind of see straw sticking out of his uh, weird rope thing, which is funny, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he probably just found that. He's just like, fuck it. Put some straw here. Uh, it's fun. Yeah. It's fun enough. Uh, it, it really just is this back and forth until Batman comes back. Yeah. It's just it's like, like, it's six months. It's a day. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, eventually, Batman does get out after he realizes fear good, actually. Yeah. Fear uh, death. That's the... You know, I think there is something about Nolan saying you should fear atom bombs. I think that is actually the lesson you're supposed to take from this movie. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> he says fear death and atom bombs. Yeah. Uh, so he gets out and then he Batmans again. Yeah. You know, uh, he got back pretty quick. He got back very quick and he even had... Enough time to paint a bat symbol on a bridge with gasoline. <laughs> I wonder how much like he could have used that time to do literally everything else. Yeah, it's like like the one complaint everybody had after this movie. Like they're like super on time crunch. He's like, I'm gonna make a bat thing. <laughs> Maybe he just has that set up. He could. Who fucking knows? It's fucking Batman. Maybe he just is ready to do that at any point. Yeah. Uh, so then all of the action really does start happening here. Mm-hmm. All the things that I think are the most fun parts of this movie, in my opinion. Yeah. He's like, hey, Catwoman, here's the trick to good life forever. If you just go blow up this blockade for me. And she's like, uh, have you learned nothing? He's like, no. Bye. All right, bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, And then tells Robin to go and just get people out. Yeah. So Robin goes to one location and gets them out. Yep, gets the orphans. <laughs> gets just the orphans. gets the orphans. <laughs> That's it. That's all he cared. Yeah, orphan cares about orphans. I, I guess it's implied he went to more places and the orphans are the only ones willing to leave. Yeah, it's kind of the implication. Uh, Yeah, back and forth. Uh, They save all the police, unfortunately, so there's police again. <laughs> <laughs> 3,000 of them. Yeah, what the 3, hell? 3,000 I think they said there's like 12,000 people in Gotham, so like... One-fourth of all people are police. No, millions in Gotham. Oh, sorry. Millions and millions, yeah. It's New York City. So. Uh, yeah. I don't think I know how many people are in New York City. <laughs> millions and millions. <laughs> really packed Probably in 12, there. 12,000. Packed in there like sardines. That's why everything's high, because they can't go out. <laughs> uh, Yeah, so, like, police versus uh, vigilantes. Yeah. Uh, Batman versus Bane. It's a cool fight. Yeah. Yeah. It's, they fight in the street and it's just big giant army fight kind of thing really really cool actually i think the choreography uh a little lacking yeah but especially it's so weird like watching i remember it being pretty good in the last one yeah yeah i think it was it was a, i think they hid the choreography better at yeah the that's least, probably true honestly batman versus bane i i like how they go about it i don't think like the choreography like we said is kind of lacking but yeah uh i think it's a cool fight watching batman figure out how to get the upper hand yes because like he figures out as soon as he can get rid of the air gas in bane's mask uh 
he's good basically because Bane starts panicking. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the only thing he fears. Well, like we like it goes back to the only thing Bane really fears is death. Yes, uh, except that doesn't give him power. Mm-hmm. Where it does give Bruce power for some reason. Well, you know, it did give him the power to do all the stuff he's done. That's true. That's very true. So who knows? I guess you could argue it was the power of love, though. That really made him do everything. Yeah, that's actually yes. It kind of really was. I go. Batman gets to have like the thing that villains are supposed to have, where they fear death and win. But uh, Bane gets to have the power of love, which is supposed to triumph over all, and he loses. What the heck? What is uh, Nolan on? Because millionaires are the heroes. That's true. That's true. Millionaires and police are the heroes. <laughs> <laughs> The secondary lesson you learn from this. Be afraid of Nazis, communism, nuclear bombs, and the poor. Uh, but yeah, it's just fighting. And then, and then you get the big reveal. Oh, my God. It was girl. So, yes, there has been this woman this whole time that has been around and was Bruce Wayne's love interest for 2.5 seconds. Yeah, it feels out of nowhere. It feels a bit out of nowhere, yeah. Yeah, it's it's mentioned a lot. It's kind of like high school way of like, or like middle school way of people being like, man, this girl sure, sure is super single and cute. That's crazy. I mean, you're single, right? Like, it's that's kind of how it's mentioned. And then, I can't relate. And then they're in a room together for five seconds and they just fuck immediately. <laughs> what do you mean? They just kissed and then took a nap by a fire. He's been away for eight years. That's true. He's also just been in a room for eight years, so... I guess I get it. <laughs> um, yeah, so that happened. Uh, she's just kind of been around and been mm-hmm. making herself very, very accessible for Bruce Wayne throughout the whole thing and like very buddy-buddy trying to get in on everything. It actually works really well for the reveal at the end of like why she is so helpful. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, turns out that she is Ra's al Ghul's daughter. Oh, my God. And she was the one who got out of the well. Yeah, it wasn't even Bane. It was her. It, but it was because of Bane, because Bane went back and punched everybody away. Yeah, Bane was like, hey, here you go. Yeah. Although, I don't think I quite understand why they want to kill her so badly. Because uh, she's Ross al Ghul's daughter. Girl. Oh. Her wife or her mom was the only girl. Oh, and she was murdered, right? Sure, murdered. And then... <laughs> And then she was the only girl after that. Mm. They were kept in a... That was part of the story. They were kept in a separate cell mm-hmm. that was always locked. Right, right. Also, it was a prison. Right, not murdered. Well, I mean, yes, murdered, but that wasn't, like, the main thing, I guess. Now that you bring that up. That's the third <laughs> lesson. <to learn>. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a girl. You wouldn't get it. That's true. <laughs> Listen, I watched Barbie. Only girls get it. <laughs> yeah. You laugh too hard. <laughs> At women's misfortunes. <laughs> you know, I'll have to go back and ask my female roommate uh, her thoughts about that. And she's definitely seen this movie for sure. Yeah, for sure. 100%. <laughs> no doubt. She, she definitely watches movies. I uh, think they played with Barbies, though. That's the different. Never know. Barbies. I played with Barbies. Ew. Ew. What? <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? Those they were never in your house. Hmm? They were never in your house. Yeah, I played with other people's. Okay. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. So big reveal. She's actually the villain and has been pulling all the strings the whole time. Bane is just her number one henchman, essentially. Yeah, he loves her. Yes. Which and is kind of weird because he was an adult and she was like f- seven. I don't think it's like that kind of love. Maybe. Or maybe it is. I don't know. Either way, number one henchman and sacrifices himself. Yeah. Pretty much. And she's like, let Batman live because I want him to see the atomic explosion because I couldn't explode it because Batman made the anti-explosion or anti-detonation. <laughs> that he gave to Gordon that would block the signal for remote detonation, but it doesn't matter because it's 11 minutes away, so it's not that important, really. I mean, they, they, got, they gave him enough time. They gave him enough time. But Bane's like, I, I really want to kill you, Batman. It's that- like, I don't care about you feeling the fire on your face. Just You'll... imagine it, and he pulls out a shotgun. Yeah. Uh, and then just Bane is killed very yeah, uh, nonchalantly, I Catwoman shoots him with the motorcycle gun. And then Bane's just gone. That's it. It's kind of kind of lame, actually, a little bit. You know, I mean, obviously Batman doesn't use guns, but apparently he should have just they should have just used a shotgun. Yeah. You think one of the police would have tried shooting him? You would have thought at least one. Yeah. He is just per- a person. Very strong person, that's all. Actually, very strong, because he punched yeah. a pillar through, which is crazy. But. There is something really funny about this movie in particular, where it really feels like, man, Batman could have solved a lot if he just shot someone. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's very antithetical <laughs> to Batman's actual character, Yeah, but like that's what it feels like a lot of times. Batman just needs Catwoman around so she can shoot people for him. Yeah, even right, like her line there is like, uh, I don't think that you and I really see eye to eye on the gun thing. Uh, pretty good line. Very funny. Yeah. Uh, gives him just enough time to get into his Batwing and go and catch up with the bomb. Yeah, and they're like, oh, if we just take the bomb to the housing place, we're good. Yeah. But, oh, damn. Uh Girls Al Ghul is like Talia. Talia's like, uh, I know how to flood it. Which I don't know why she wouldn't just start with that. Yeah, I don't know how that wouldn't just be the thing <laughs> anyway. But yeah, floods it so the encasing cannot be used anymore, so the bomb will go off no matter yeah. what. Uh it dies in a big car wreck that is super cool. The truck falling off the thing is cool. Also, Batman straight up killed someone here. Yeah, he just shoots a missile. He just shot someone. Yeah, it blows <laughs> them up and they die. <laughs> <laughs> so you know. Yeah. Uh, gets attached to the bomb, and then you have a nice little moment with uh, Gordon. Gordon, where he's like, "Who are you? Like, wh- why? Why can't you j- tell me who you are?" He's like, "Batman could be anyone, especially someone who, on October twenty seventh, nineteen ninety five, gave a coat to a child whose parents both were just murdered in an alley after he watched uh, <laughs> I can't think of any nineties Phantom movies. of the Opera. <laughs> they went to a play, not a movie." I mean that thing kind of, that kind of changes with the timeline. Sure, it, it floats. <laughs> I think it was people are joking like a couple years back. Technically speaking, Batman could have watched Shrek at the movie theater because of how much time has shifted. But they didn't go to a theater; they went to a play. <laughs> it's different. I guess you could still she sees the Shrek play though. Yeah, too, actually, maybe you so. watch Shrek the musical. You maybe, ever think about that? Maybe you did. Maybe you watch the SpongeBob SquarePants musical. I have. <laughs> for some reason. For some reason. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Gordon's like, oh shit. It's the one kid that I give a jacket to. It's the, it's the only one. The only one that I ever cared about. Uh, goes up, gets the, the bomb, 
and boom, takes it out to the ocean and it explodes. Very somber moment. I actually really like it. It is. It's very, very sad. It works really well. Also yeah. because that Batwing doesn't have, they make a big point of it every time that Batwing is mentioned that it doesn't have autopilot. autopilot. Uh, except for Lucius at one point is like, it takes a mind that's less occupied with doing important things to figure this out. And I don't have the time. Uh, so yes, plane goes out into the middle of the ocean, explodes. Everyone yeah. assumes that Bruce Wayne slash Batman is dead. Goes into the aftermath of everything. Bruce Wayne saved everybody. There's a big old statue of him in City Hall now. Uh, that Batman has a statue. Thank you. Batman has a statue, not. Bruce I think Wayne. they just assumed Bruce Wayne like overdosed or something, or just murdered because yeah. he was a rich asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. Gives all of his things away to Alfred, except for some of it. Except for the house. That has to be an orphanage. The house has to go to the city as long as it is considered government property and is never altered with at all and is an orphanage. Which kind of a dick move. What if they need to do upkeep on it? No. Never. (laughs) What if there's a giant hole because a nuclear blast went off? There's a bat cave under it. It can't be altered. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Gives all of the money to Alfred. At least what you could figure out to be money. Yeah, they sold all of the assets for yeah. money for him. Yeah. Uh, uh, gives instructions to Robin, which is where you also figure out that his name is His Robin. name is Robin, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> which is interesting. Yes. Uh, Robin follows it to the Batcave. Uh, I think he gives Lucius Wayne Incorporated or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. I think he does like give that. it to him. And that's where he's like, man, if only I put autopilot in. Someone's like, what do you mean there's autopilot on this? Like, well, what do you mean? It's like, yeah, it, uh, autopilot works. Oh, who fixed it last? Bruce Wayne's like, six what? months ago. What? So he fixed it right away. Yeah. And that's actually what he was doing while he was setting up like the bat signal thing. He was actually figuring out autopilot. <laughs> yeah, he's like, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, then like scene in. Paris or whatever, France, uh, Alfred ordering his shot of espresso. Or whatever. It was some sort of weird drink. Yeah. Uh, and sits down. He looks across and he has this big giant smile on his face and he sees Bruce Wayne and you see Catwoman even, in yeah. fact, at the table. The back of her head. The back of her head. Um, Which at the time, uh, watching this, I was like, maybe he's just imagining that, but no, it's, it's just straight up is what happened. Yeah. I don't know why in my head when it first came out, I thought that that wasn't what was actually happening. Well, you're I, preoccupied. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you had other things on your mind. Uh, but yeah, uh, Bruce Wayne is just alive and living that life yeah. that uh, Alfred always wanted him to have. You also I get think... a really sad scene at the gravestone Yeah, with Alfred that's like, oh, fuck. Because <laughs> uh, it's during all of this and Alfred's like, I'm sorry, Master Wayne. I failed you. And he's just fucking bawling. It's like, God damn it. Very sad. I'll say, with the, like, scene at the cafe, something I like is when Alfred tells a story, he always says, like, oh, you know, we look at each other, don't say anything, and then we leave. Mm -hmm. But the way it's framed at the end of this is it does really look like Alfred actually went to go talk to them because of the way he steps out of frame, which I kind of like. You know, it's up to interpretation if you think he would or not, but I think that's actually interesting, especially, like, semi-growth on Alfred's part because, like, he always views the perfect life for Bruce Wayne to be without him, essentially. Yeah. So I, I like the idea that you take the initiative to actually try and connect again. Yeah. But, yeah. But you don't know. Yeah. 
Um, and then you the last big shot of uh, Robin getting on a platform in the Batcave, and it goes up, and the music builds and credits. Yeah. You can assume he probably saw a suit. Yes. Uh, and it's good. It's a good ending. It's a really good ending. Really solid ending. Yeah. I think, like, ultimately, this ending is why I say, like, you can't really watch this on its own. Yeah. Because it does not feel like a satisfying... It's it's a fairly satisfying ending to the movie, but it's a, it's an ending to the trilogy. Yeah, and it feels like a goodbye to everybody. Yeah. 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 Well, let's get into final thoughts and scores. E. Hello. Start with you again. Uh, I definitely did like this a lot more than I remember it. Uh, very, very surprising, considering my memory was... Uh, there's two scenes in this entire movie. <laughs> uh, I there's a lot of cool stuff. I its biggest thing is it's just so fucking long. Quite frankly, it's long. It's it's too long. It's longer than it needs to be. Mm-hmm. I I really wish there was a shortened version of it. I wish some. I wish Nolan would just dial it back sometimes. You know, sometimes you don't need all that time. So Nolan. Spend some time with your brother. <laughs> he can't. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like there's a lot of cool stuff. Uh, there's still some of the issues I have with all the other ones. I hate the like panning shots all the time of <laughs> New York City because like it's always like we went to a building. It's yeah. like, oh yeah, you went to a building in in Gotham. Yeah, that's crazy, crazy. Uh, it doesn't like it's a whatever, but like it's just because how much time, how many times it happens. Sure. Uh, there's some like weird staging of some shots. Uh, one that stuck out to me is like when he's dancing with Catwoman. It does like a three second cut every like two turns, and yeah. that bugs me so much. Uh, the post dubbing feels weird sometimes. There's one scene where they're at the train tracks and Catwoman says like three sentences without moving her mouth. Yeah, you can very clearly see that she's not. Yeah, and that's uh that's funny. But there's a there's a lot to like. A lot of stuff I didn't remember enjoying as much. Uh, Bane's cool. I wish he was a luchador, but you know maybe Americans are just not ready for a luchador. We can handle a bat guy and a cat girl. Luchador out of the question. Can't I have mean, Mexicans. The one where Bane was a luchador was the most hated Batman movie. <laughs> so there's no other uh, reasons that that one's hated. You not know, not a single reason. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we're we're far enough past it, and like, I I really do try to get uh, over my hang up of like things should be like exactly how they are. I think there is some wiggle room for interpretation. The like it's one of those things where I almost kind of wish Nolan just did just make up an entire new character because that's really what it felt like he wanted anyways. Yeah, but you know it is what it is. I I I shouldn't I shouldn't hound on it too much. I've been doing it the whole time for every time we talk about Batman's, but <laughs> uh, I definitely I enjoyed this a lot more than I remember it. The but I don't ever expect to rewatch it. I I feel like a seven out of ten's fair. Uh, I I think it could be higher if it just wasn't so long in the first half. Sure. Also, his brother, who's not a hitman, uh, he yeah. has multiple brothers. The brother is not a hitman. Helped him write this. Uh, which I feel like he's very dry. He's a very dry writer. He did Westworld also for HBO. Hmm. Uh, he he's done a m- more projects after this. That's like just him, and they have very different voices. I'll say. Yeah, that guy's uh, that's Christoph Nolan. I forget his name. It's Nolan. Crisco Nolan. Crisco Nolan. I think it's like Jeffrey Nolan. I don't even know. Um, okay. Seven then. Yeah. Fair enough. 
Fair enough. Liz? Um, I would probably give this movie an 8 out of 10. Taking out all the nitpicky things and the time. This movie came out a long time ago. Mm-hmm. 2012. So, yeah, I the would give it an 8. Ended. <laughs> That's kind of unfortunate to say with what happened to this during this movie, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like it. It's a good movie still. Uh, it's the one I've seen the least. It has aged. <laughs> not, I mean, it's aged well in some parts. First of all, Nolan loves to do practical, mm-hmm. so it's never they're never going to look bad in those senses. Um, but I mean, it's still old film old audio, all of that stuff. So um, it's aged, but it's still good. So yeah, that's why I landed at an eight. Yeah. For me, I am more positive on this than I used to be for sure after this viewing. Uh, there are some things that I think are really, really impressive that I never really thought about before, like some of the like background plot stuff that I just yeah, like the, the floor going going down. Honestly, that's such a cool scene. I think that's just <laughs> it's so dumb that they built that entire set just for that dumb thing. It feels very like James Bondy kind of or but Batman. It's Batman, I guess. Yeah. A lot of practical effects, a lot of like Nolan practical effects in this, like Liz was saying. He goes out of his way to try and do as much in the camera as possible. And it's one of the things of why I appreciate him so much more now. Or I didn't then, like especially looking at like the state of Marvel movies now, even DC movies now, like you're not going to find a, a, a like a, a superhero movie that does practical effects like this ever again. I don't think, honestly, mm-hmm. I don't think you're going to get a studio that like has that much faith in the director. Maybe if like uh, what is it, Dark Horse, Iron Horse, whatever, if they got one, free reign. Maybe, maybe, but like. It's not, you're never going to see Batman like this again. You're never, ever going to see a Batman film like this again. Mm -mm. You're never going to see anything that's this practical effects and feels kind of like this regular Mm -hmm. or like this down to earth. I don't think you're ever going to get that, that superhero movie again. So this feels very much time and place. And I kind of appreciate that, especially because I am kind of going through and like watching a bunch of Marvel stuff again. Yeah, Dry's realizing he hates Marvel. I don't. I'm realizing I just appreciate. When Marvel gave a shit. <laughs> <laughs> when they were doing bad. <laughs> um, no, there's... Man, that's a whole different subject. But yeah. Yeah, I just really appreciate a lot of the things that this movie's doing. And a lot of the performances that I didn't really pay attention to, I think I appreciate a lot more now, too. It's, uh, it's aged better than I would expect it to have aged. And I think with the subject matter that was happening around the time and the things that it kind of pulls in from the real world and uses in the script, I think does date it a little bit. Yeah. Um, well, you never know. Maybe we'll have another stock market crash. We always could. Any day now. Uh, but it does still feel very, very heavy. And uh, when it's fun, it's very fun. I just wish that it was a little shorter so it could be mm-hmm. feel like it's more fun per minute or whatnot but uh i think eight eight is where i land as well it's very fun Uh, definitely better than the first one better than batman begins not as good as dark knight yeah i think that's fair dark knight one of the best movies ever made it's just so good such a good movie 
<sighs> All right, well, that's that. Yeah. One trilogy down this year. We're, we hit a record. We hit a record of one trilogy yeah. in a year. Uh, what other trilogies do we have going right now? Actually? Uh, Riddick trilogy, we're very yep. not far on that one. Not even close with uh, that. Back to the Future trilogy, we only have one more. Yeah, we are pretty. We can finish that whenever, really. Uh, scary movie trilogy. <laughs> I guess we could. We could. <laughs> it would be fair to finish that it off as a It would be fair, yes. Because you would not want to do four or five. No. No, you wouldn't. Um, There's those... Uh, like there was another, but maybe not. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, the trilogies even exist. It's a million, so many trilogies. I don't think you. I think you're lying. I, well, I you think know. this is like Christopher Nolan's Hitman brother. You're just making up stuff. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, we'll finish those out before the year ends, hopefully. Yeah, for sure. Um, hey E, yo, we have a link tree. We do. L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash L-O-Y-P, which gives you a link to all our social media. Whatever's left. Uh, <laughs> our Twitter's being stupid, so maybe we'll just stop using no, it. Twitter doesn't exist anymore, man. It's X now. It's still Twitter.com, so I'm still going to call it Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fucking awful. Uh, so, yeah, uh, follow the Instagram. That's it. Follow the Instagram. Yeah, go to our Instagram. All the podcast stuff, but you probably know what you want. If you're listening to this, you know where you want it from. And our Twitch streams every Saturday, every Wednesday, at the very least. I can finally say that. Yes. <laughs> uh, we do streams Saturday. Uh, when this is going up, I should be finishing Half-Life 2, hopefully. When this goes up, you, there will be one more Half-Life 2 stream. Yeah, hopefully. Yes. And Wednesday, Jirai is almost certainly still playing Rogue Legacy 2. Yeah, unless I just fucking blast through every single boss. I mean, if you do, that still at least would have been last Wednesday of yesterday. <laughs> that's, that's true, actually. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, look forward to that. Uh, maybe some stuff on Mondays every now and then. Uh, no, no certainty, but just expect every now and then something. Yeah, some nice surprises. But, yeah. All right. Uh, E, thank you for joining me. Yeah. Liz, thanks for coming on and finishing the Dark Knight trilogy. Sure thing. Uh, everybody out there, thank you so, so much for listening. If you watch all of our Twitch stuff, thank you for that. If you watch the archive, thank you for that as well. Uh, it's a fun time doing all of this. Yeah. Whether it's been the first one or the last one, we thank you. Yeah. Uh, you might have noticed Robbie's not here. He hasn't been here yeah. for any of the Batman ones, though. <laughs> yeah. That, those are Liz's movies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thank you all so much. We'll talk to you again very, very soon. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.